Hello and welcome to the Mr. and Mrs. Podcast. I am your mister. And I am your missus. And this podcast is brought to you by CLA Pro, a Chicago-based production company whose artistic productions are created and produced by millennials here in the great city of Chicago. We thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the show. Yo, yo, yo. What up? What up? Hello, world. Is anybody out there? Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what? Hello. Is anyone there? there? Hello. <laughs> what? Huh? Okay, come on. Oh, let's let's okay. Let's let's stop. Let's okay. What's up, everybody? We're back. Episode two. And this jam. Mm-hmm. So happy to be back. I want to record every day, but you know how life's set up. That's just not going to happen. But we are here nonetheless. So uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, and yes. yeah, like, uh, what, two days, three days? We have mm-hmm. 65 listeners? 65. 65. And, Great you know, people. And, you know, I, I, I appreciate everyone who has been plugging it, family mm-hmm. and friends. What up, what up, what up? How you feel? What's good? Um, yeah, we're we're totally grateful for your listening, your ears, your time. Because, yes. you know, you can't get that back. So anything that you allocate to us in regards to your time uh, is greatly appreciated. Yes. So, what? Uh, without further ado. Yes, without further ado. Let's get into the Mrs. Music Pick of the Day. And that is? It is by Total, and it is called Can't You See? Ooh. Remember the jam, y'all. Ooh, all right. Shit, let's get into it then. Everything I can hit that shit, boy. That no one time. No, I, I, I did. Well, I did try it, but I executed though. Um, can't you see? Oh. All right, but no. Uh, so we are here. Let's start this episode. I'm excited about our topic, but I also. Are you done? Uh, but okay. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about the topic. Uh, we're going to cover dating and courting mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to our relationship and some of the things that you can look out for. When you are uh, in that social situation, I guess you want to call it. Is that a social situation? Dating and courting? Uh, yeah, you can say that. Yeah? You can say that. Okay. It's a situation. Right. So, I mean, just to kick it off. So, like, what when we started dating, what was that? You know. 2006. To that, wait, but it, I think it started like when I actually got back home. Right? No, it started before you left. Not but like for for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? In your mind. No, nigga. Come I'm talking about like actually being around each other, going places, da 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 da. That kind of stuff. Yeah, so it started when you get back. Right. I guess I should have been more specific because you know how y'all do. so um think completely different. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So dating, um, that was. Do you remember dating? Like, do you remember that 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 phase? Like, um, I do. Our dating was pretty much. First of all, our dating was getting to know each other first because mm-hmm. you like to talk. Mm-hmm. So I just remember us having a lot of phone conversations, which was a good thing because while you were were away, we were able to get to know each other via phone um i don't think we had facetime back then no gosh we had face no we didn't have a FaceTime world without back. facetime wow, that's crazy that's crazy I, god that and that was just what five years ago six years wow, ago that's crazy no that wasn't six <laughs> no 12 years ago right yes 12 years well ago over, yes i'm over here talking about 
math. Come on, <laughs> but math. That's crazy. But we did have a chance to actually get to know each other over the phone a lot. And I know that that's, you know, a lot different from actually mm -hmm, being, mm -hmm, you know, face mm -hmm. to face and being interactive with each other. Um, but I remember us, well, we didn't have a lot of money back then. So yeah. I know we, we saw each other a lot. It was more so me, um... How, yeah. What did we do? We were going back and forth visiting each other, right? Yeah. Uh, meeting up. And meeting up. Uh, mainly coming. Oh, you, whoa, I remember something. What? You used to sneak out the crib. Many. That's, I mean. Yeah. No, nah, don't see this. It's about being <laughs> being honest now. Yeah, you know, you grown now. You feel me? I was young. Yeah. First of all, I wasn't sneaking out the crib. I just wasn't honest, you know, with my parents as to where... I would be, basically. But they ain't crazy. They weren't for crazy. For a while, let's be clear. For a mm -hmm. while. But eventually. What did you tell them? Because I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I never brought guys home, first of all. Right. I did not do that unless Until you me. were, you know, the one I wasn't bringing you home. Oh, so there so. was a, a, another one? No. You were the only guy I brought home. Yeah, you just said it like, you know. No, I'm just saying. I'm just fucking around. But, uh, no, so what did... I'm curious. What did... What did you tell them, like, when you were going something, like, when you was coming to see me? Where did you tell them you were going? I told them I was with my friends, which was true, because I always brought my friends with me. Not all the time. Most of the time, especially in the so, beginning. I, you know, I had a friend, a friend mm, or two with me every time I came to see you. Maybe. Because I was smart. I was not coming alone. I got you. Somebody I, was going to know where I was at. I got you. I um, got you. But no, like, that's, uh, yeah... So let's just break down uh, this dating and courting thing. So uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, this is like your your homework stage. Like you were saying, uh, gathering intel and uh, all this information and, you know, compiling it and seeing, uh, you know, weighing these pros and cons. Mm -hmm, from the last episode? No, no, no. Okay. I'm just saying Dating and courting. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, you doing, doing this, this, yeah. Dating mm -hmm. and courting, that's your homework stage. Yes. That's where you get all the information all the that you need <laughs> to, yeah. you know, to make a, a hopefully an educated uh, decision and one that's not based in hormones. Mm -hmm. uh, because that, man, infatuation is a drug. Drug. Just don't put it in your veins. You don't smoke it. <laughs> but it is present and there, you know, for your consumption. But no, so in your homework stage, there are some things, and I have compiled, we have compiled a list of things that we think are uh, some things that you need to consider. And uh, the first one, I think uh, you need to consider one's family. Absolutely. You know, uh, you can get to know somebody, right? But again, like we said last episode, you might be kissing cousins. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to mess. In, you know, nah, you don't want to do that. You know, because I, I know some cats mm -hmm. <laughs> that they ain't got all the way deep in with somebody and found out that they were cousins and like shit. Oh well, we wow. click. So wow. you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't finna stop smashing. Oh, what? No. What? But no, so, but no, yeah, definitely you got to get in tune with, with the family because like, again, like we said last episode, you can, um, uh, you show people your representative first, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's hard to, uh, you know, bring that representative out when, uh, you got your family around, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a, you know, it's a different story and like how they react around their family, who they are, what's their role in their family, you know what I'm saying? How their their family raised them, and mm -hmm. uh, we talked a little bit about, about that and have that having an effect on your relationship. Um, so, uh, family, yeah. So, uh, talk about your family. Like, how do you think your your family affected the way that you uh, managed and or perceived your relationship? Um, I would. Uh, well, first of all. We knew from being young, um, we knew about when we would eventually have a boyfriend, 
um, my mom educated us on that. She firstly told us, do your homework. Make sure you're not kissing your cousin. So um, I knew that off of that. But um, <clears throat> she basically just told us, you know, um, you're a young lady, you're a young girl at that point. No, I was a young lady at that moment. Um, you know, respect yourself, make sure he respects you, um, be, be very mindful of how you carry yourself. Um, why is that important? Like, I mean, obviously you, you know what I'm saying? You are an individual, uh, and you care about, you know, what your, your parents think, but you know, is it more important to, uh, carry yourself how you want to be seen? Because obviously, you know, you know, you're going to respect your parents. But there, you know, if you want somebody, you want somebody. I mean, at you know that point, saying? being a young lady, I think it was both. I was carrying myself how I wanted to be seen, and also, um, in the back of my mind, it was okay. I do have a mother, and I do know people know, you know, a mother and a father, and I do know people that know my parents. So if I was to do anything, and somebody who knew them, you know, uh, who knew who I was and knew that they were my parents, they would go back and tell them. So. I think at that point I was doing both. I was out there representing myself as well as my family. Hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, your respect for your family, um, you're saying kind of shaped how you behaved in a relationship or even like a courtship or, you know what I'm saying? Like you were more hesitant to... I would say respect for my family in the aspect of uh, like I just said prior, as far as like bringing someone home, mm -hmm. I, they knew that I wasn't just going to bring anybody home. You mm -hmm. know, they had expectations for me as far as being able to, you know, choose wisely. You know, the young man had to be, you know, educated. He had to be respectable. You know, he had to have something going for himself. At that point, he had to be in school. I was, you know, we were young. We were very young mm -hmm. so you had to be in school you had to you know be respectful you couldn't be out in the streets you know you had to be uh, faith-based things like that so if i was going to bring him home you know you had to at that point you was a reference representation of me too because i chose to date you mm. so i was representing for three people or i was thinking about three people at that time Okay. My family, myself, as well as you. So, what about you, like the relationship? Did I, ask your question? I was, I was actually just getting into that. Okay. Uh, so, like, you know, I mean, because most of us we don't know like what a uh, relationship is until we actually see one. Uh, I know a lot of people uh, who I've had conversations with. Uh, single who have had single parent households and grew up in that environment uh, say they learned about relationships from TV you know uh, because mm -hmm. there there was no one there to uh, have a, a real life you know representation uh, right yeah conversation as well uh, so I mean you having a two parent household how did uh, that relationship affect you know how you perceived a potential relationship or just men in general um i knew that that's something that i wanted i wanted a two-parent household when i got older and decided to get married based off your your parents based off what i seen growing up yes um i knew that at that time it just you know it's hard for, it, i knew that it was harder for a single parent household because i had a lot of friends that grew up in single parent households and I had a lot of friends that were in foster care and you know they were adopted and most of them were in single parent households and I could tell that they struggled a lot more than we did mm -hmm. not just financially but um socially too it seemed like and emotionally solely because <laughs> there were it there was a lot of absent fathers yeah, but like, how does that, how does that affect you being able to, you know, manage a relationship or a fruitful one for that matter? Me in particular. Just yeah, I'm just you know spitballing here. Like, um, I could just I was, 
Well, how about using like, yeah, using your your uh, your upbringing? Oh, excuse me. Your upbringing and uh, what you were taught uh, in regards to relationship and how your your without going into detail your your mother's and father's relationship. You know what I'm saying? How did that affect like what your your relationship? You understand what I'm saying? I I think I do. Um, just watching them, they had a a a pretty strong relationship. Um, I looked at my mom and I saw that she worked very hard. Um, she wasn't very affectionate. I will say that I didn't mm-hmm. see too much affection growing up in my household. So I would say that that's one thing that I struggled with. And you know that in our relationship, um, if that answers your question, that's that's one thing I struggle with um, because I didn't see that growing up. So I think that definitely did have an effect on our relationship. What about the father? Um, I I didn't grow up with my biological father in the household. Um, my stepfather was in the household, and he basically, you know, was the breadwinner, the provider. Um, he was definitely the covering for our house, and I saw that's how I. I see men, I guess, being the provider and the breadwinner. Um, I'm not saying that you can't, you both can't do that. You know, you both can't be bringing the pay in or providing for your household. It doesn't even necessarily have to be monetary. Well, how does how does that? I mean, that experience. How does that? You know, because you say that's how you you see. Men. It gives you. Now, it, like, it, it makes me have a certain standard, I guess. Right. Um, of how a man should, some characteristics that a man should have. Right. So these, and like, I mean, without, you know, going in circles or, or whatever, but like, these are examples. You know, you, you have to take this into an account. You have to hang around, you know, your, your partner or your whoever you're courting, you're, yeah. you're calling yourself dating. Okay. You have to spend an extensive amount of time with that family and uh just an example like uh like you all know now uh we've been together since 2006 very long time to some people uh to others it's just the beginning for those who are in the decades and decades deep in their relationship but the time that you've spent you know with their family you know getting that understanding you know what I mean? That alone will provide you with enough information to know if you really want to be around this person. You know what I'm saying? Because it's hard to be, uh, I, I wouldn't say in love, but it's hard to be around someone if you don't like their family. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not going to stay. That's just to me. Like, if you don't like their family, true. you know, you don't like their family or whatever. It, it's it's it just difficult. Hard. It, it is difficult. Uh, I, I wish I had the words and were articulate enough right now to uh, say why that's hard. But yeah, I mean, family, uh, for instance, um, I really took a liking to your family uh, because, uh, like you said, you had the two-parent household and uh, uh, you basically had everything I didn't have. So naturally, I just gravitated to that because, you know, I, I, that was something that I always wanted right uh and uh my sole reason for having my own family so uh me hanging out with your family a lot was just not only just homework for me but it it provided a a uh a feel to a gap so to speak and i and that you know just made me closer to you Mm -hmm. uh gave me an understanding of who you are and uh where i fit into you and where where my strengths can fit into your weaknesses, I just that was just redundant. But it's y'all get what I'm saying. So uh, it's imperative. It is imperative. Y'all have to. Yeah. You have to hear me on this one. Get to know you the have to hang out with their family because mm-hmm. you can't hang out with our family, my nigga. You you know, get away, run. Honestly, too. You know. Run, nigga. 
friends too see how that person you know acts in it and environments where they're socializing with their friends who they're hanging around see if the behavior is matching up you know with the behavior that they have around mm, you the friends come and go though you know what i'm saying they your, do your family is forever you know what i'm saying like you can't get rid of them niggas you can't you can't there's no way you can get rid of them well you could but most of the time, you know, they, they're always going to be there. Too, but, I mean, some people, you do have those situations where people have to act a certain way in front of their family. But when they when they get around their friends, they're like a totally different person. And, again, that's that representative we were talking about. And it might not be in the representative in, 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 the, in the sense that it's your first impression representative. But, you know, I, I'm not going to act the same around my friends that I do my parents. My mother would kill me. Jeez, you know what I'm what saying? Uh, like, I, I mean, you just can't. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm a, a much watered down version <laughs> of myself because I, I, I'm just a, a lot at times. You know what I'm saying? I, I can say that about myself. I, I think I'm better in doses. So, I mean, with that, you know, you know this person from your perspective, right? And getting to know them from their family's perspective and then their friend's perspective. You know what I mean? You should have a good idea of who generally this person is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though, let's please note that you will never know 100% of what this person is and who this person is because, you know, you're forever changing and you should always be growing. Uh, and I will slide this little piece of philosophy and or theory and if you are not growing, you are dead. Only living things grow. And uh, I want you to take that and tattoo it on your forehead or something. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just kidding. But still, um, yeah, you you got to do that homework. That's just one of, so what, you got seven here. Uh, let's go to the next one. I think that was, that was good. Um, I want to get into the, the patience test. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, the, oh, yeah. the, the, the patience <laughs> test. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. Uh, you really don't know someone until you, A, live with them. And B, until you had your real first argument. You know, it don't matter what that argument is about. Mm -hmm. But, it, you see yes, fire. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, up until that first argument... Y'all have been harboring some shit. And it has shit. to be a real argument. Like yelling. It like, doesn't even have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there has to be some passion and some tension yes, in, the, it has to in be. the argument. And that's what I'm saying. Like you have have had to have harbored enough, so, yeah. you know, enough things so that this argument can come out or whatnot. So for me, what I like to do, I like to make a motherfucker mad on purpose just to see if you really crazy or not. You know what I mean? Do okay. So I will tell you a story uh, that happened before you. Okay, I just want to reiterate that it happened before you. Uh, before you came in the picture, I was still in high school, um, and I had a girlfriend that I uh, was very fond of, and she uh, came over one day. I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can take this one condom out of the box and hide it somewhere. And uh, let's see what happens. So, um, and she knew where, where the condoms was because we, okay, we was about to get down. All right. So she went and grabbed one and she saw that there was one missing. And I saw the slight pause there. And she just started popping her nails off. Popping her nails off. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to me, without even saying anything, she was ready to fight. So I'm just like, that's not a healthy way of managing, con like, conflict. You know, this is an example, but you got to be aware, you know what I'm saying, of the person that you're dealing with. That is a major key. Be aware of the person that you are dealing with and understand that their their capabilities. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
in the realm of uh, and good, everything they can do good. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they very caring? X, Y, Z, da, da, da. Uh, and, but they're, you know, they're dark side. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. They're dark side, man, because uh, in that instance, what, you know, the situation I found myself in and orchestrated by my hand, um, I was able to watch and see, like, like, okay, there is a very fine line here. You know what I mean? Everyone handles things differently. But some of us resort to violence, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and if you're that kind of person where, you know, you don't have a threshold for that, you know, it's better to know those things first before, you know, you find yourself in a situation where you just like, where did this come from? No, nigga, do your homework. You know, this is, this is what we're talking about. Let's go back. Family. They're friends. You know what I'm saying? Know, know these things. You know what I mean? Because uh, nine times out of ten, like, you'll, you'll be able to see their, uh, their, their mental and emotional capacity uh, somewhat clearly through their family. Uh, you know, especially if you get them open and start talking or whatever. But, you know, let's, let's, let's progress. Let's keep somewhat it. Somewhat, though. Because yeah. then again, you know, you have those people who act one way around their family and they act another way you know around others so they can't truly be themselves around their family uh, yeah, oh, okay so I say necessarily to you know finish your homework just off the family like no well considering all all of these things and uh but family isn't a, a very it's, important it's, it is a major one and there's a lot of things that that stem from family you know, uh, uh, what kind of pain they have from their family or whatever, all mm-hmm. that shit. Because then you'll see yeah. that yeah, going because forward, you'll definitely start to connect the dots. And you got to see, you got to make sure this person isn't scarred by, you know, say like they do have a two-person household and uh, a parent was abused or a parent uh, was taken advantage of or like we were saying yesterday, where you were saying yesterday, uh, how if you don't know yourself, and you get into a relationship, and another person dictates who you are. You want you are, you're basically a puppet. And then you got kids growing up watching that shit, uh, and they think it's going to be okay. And if you don't, the person who is the said quote unquote victim, you know they're they're trying to um, make sure that their 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 uh, their child or whoever uh, doesn't fall in the same trap. You know, that's going to be a hard thing to do when you've been conditioned to seeing one thing and then they're trying to tell you something different. It just it's it's just a mess. It's just better off to do all of these things uh, ahead of time. So we're talking about family. We're talking about the patients. It's best to just take your time. Yeah, really take your time it is. Take because your time. We, we we took forever. You know what I'm saying? Before we actually really got serious. And it was probably good. Uh, years. Yeah, years. 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 Years with a big old ass ass. <laughs> big fucking ass at the end of that. <laughs> but yeah, so, but it okay. Was worth it. Yeah, it was worth, worth it. it. It definitely was. So now we got the patience and the crazy test. We got the family and all that jazz. Uh, I want to get into uh, sex. Okay, because that is a conversation that. You do have, dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I do want to throw out some statistics and some research that I came across in regards to sex and uh, well, in regards to sex and millennials, uh, by Jean or I don't know if, if it's Jean or if it's a lady, Jean, Jean, it's like Jean, mm-hmm. yeah, Jean, Jean M. Twinge. Uh, San, Diego, San Diego State University. She did a study with 33,000 people from the year of 1971 to 2012. And uh, she was stating basically that millennials are more accepting of premarital sex than any previous generation uh, and have fewer sex partners than any other generation. Really? Yes. We are more... Uh, accepting and cool with premarital sex but we have less partners but her theory was that uh 
the shift in sexual attitudes and behavior are linked to uh, growing cultural individualism in the U.S. Uh, and we have a quote here. When the culture when the culture places more emphasis on the needs of self and less on social rules, more relaxed attitudes towards sexuality are the more inevitable result. Mm. Right? Wow. So how does that all fit in to uh, what we're talking about in the conversation you're going to have with your your soon-to-be partner about sex? So, like, if you got two millennials talking about sex, you know what I'm saying? To me, in my in my experience, if you're talking about sex before you start courting, you're more than likely going to have sex. I agree. You're more than likely. That's probably going to happen. I agree. It, or, or wait a minute, because it depends on if you're... It depends on what's your stance. Because if you're... If you've made the decision to be sexually active, both mm-hmm. of you, mm-hmm. then and you're you continue to talk about it, then okay, yeah, you're bound to you know have sex. But if you're standing firm on okay, no, this is not something I want to do, you know, before marriage, and you stand firm on that, and then you continue to talk about it, but you both have to be in agreement. What's funny? I, I think it's funny because if the nigga got the juice, you giving it up. No. If you if got you, the juice. No, because not everybody. Shit. You know, wants to partake in intimacy before marriage. So mm. if you, you know, if you don't want to partake in intimacy before marriage and that's what you stand firm on, it might not happen. But if you you know, oppose <laughs> and, <laughs> and you do you are Come for on. premarital, you know, sex then and you continue to talk about it like you were saying then, yeah, ninety nine point nine per hundred percent, you're going to fall. Yeah. You're well let's to... not think about it as falling. Well though. you're gonna fall into into uh temptation as we say. Yeah. You're gonna fall into that temptation. Because <sighs> at that point you're setting yourself up. I mean, really are. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's uh, I think demonized is a strong word, but I'm going to use it. I think premarital premarital sex is demonized because of the way that we handle it, the aftermath. You know, uh, mainly. Well, I, I wouldn't say mainly men or women, but as a collective, like if you don't have an understanding with each other before then, and then y'all have sex and you barely know somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because I know. Things can get a bit, um, you know, if you, if you, if it depends, you know what I'm saying? You can be passionate and then you think, you come away thinking after the situation, like, uh, I really like this person. You know what I'm saying? We had a good time, da, da, da. but whole time, homie or, or homie yet ain't even thinking about you. They just got their rocks off and they're like, okay, deuces. That's why. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why it gets demonized. So, if you're having this conversation uh, with your partner about courting, uh, do it uh, and tread lightly. I wouldn't say don't talk about sex because, you know, you might lose some people there. I mean, it, it's fine, too. If you if you don't want to do it, that's fine. Like, OK, I don't want to talk about sex. That's not something I want to talk about right here in this juncture. Completely fine. And if they leave you alone after that, then you already know what you got or don't got. You know, you just dodged the bullet there. You're welcome. So, no, um. If you Not are everybody out here looking for that though. Looking initially. for what? Looking for to be what? to entertain sexual activity. Mm, you sure about that? I'm positive. You don't have you do have some people that stand firm on what they believe and that's to not have premarital sex. That's because they haven't had it before. <laughs> Blow her back out. <laughs> no, let me start. You know, I'll just people who stand on their faith and their beliefs right. and they're not out here having premarital right. sex. Right. And I believe that's important because you think about, you know, the uproar with sex, the emotions and just mm-hmm. all the things that are attached to the, the, the... You can um, lose yourself, man. The spiritual attachments. I mean, mm-hmm. everything that's going on, you know, your, your, potential, your health is at risk. 
I mean, you just have, it's just too much. And you just think about me being in my faith. I just think about, you know, the word of God and what it says. And I, I see why, I see why the word says, you know, basically it, wait till you're married, wait till you're married. Okay. So, I mean, with that said, like you were saying, take your time. There is no rush to this. There is no rush. You have to be patient. And with that, let me add another nugget. Learn how to manage your emotions. I will give you a, a even bigger nugget. Your emotions are not who you are. Let me say that again. Your emotions are not who you are. That is just a byproduct of being human. So how you feel, okay, you can feel a certain way, but feelings come and go, right? You have, I think everyone has this, uh, these core values, right? Um, three of mine is belief, patience, and freedom. I have them tattooed on my wrist in the colors of the African flag, one of the many African flags. Uh, and I believe in myself. I am patient with myself. And when it's time for me to be free in the moment, I will be free. So uh, you got to everyone op- operates in these core values. Right. And these, you know, these things are what are what run you and what uh, I wouldn't say control you. But this is how you operate on a day to day basis. You know, you you operating your core values and how you were raised and where your family, X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. So you just lost my train of thought. Did you get, huh? Yeah, emotions. Thank you. Uh, your your emotions are, are a result of, you know, what what has happened, what is happening and what will happen. And none of that has anything to do with your identity. You know what I'm saying? I would love to de- debate on that. I would. I would elaborate. love to. Just for those who um, need to, in simplest form, like just elaborate or use an example. Um, someone cuts you off right on the highway, and uh, maybe it's just that day where you just like, look, today isn't my day. And then this happens, somebody cut you off. Now that is just, you know, you're never going to see that person again, potentially. But it angers you, right? But that anger is not you. It's just a result of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Now, how angry you get and what you do as a result of being angry, that is you. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're making a choice based off of how you feel and you let it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So and and tying this into a relationship, if someone your 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 spouse makes you angry or whatever the case may be and you make a decision to do, you know, XYZ, I'm not going to, you know, say, you know, what you should shouldn't do, you know, or give an example because, you know, there are many. But what you choose to do, those choices come from somewhere, but those are not also you either. Uh, I know I just said that that it was, but now I'm, I'm thinking about it. Like your choices are a result of 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 who you are, but they they are not who you are. You know what I'm saying? Who you are is your existence and your experience here on this planet and in the universe. Like things that we experience but, every day. But don't your choices allow you, or don't yeah? Don't your choices allow you to operate? Because you're operating in those choices you've made, right? Mm-hmm. So how are they not a part of who you are if you're consciously making those decisions and walking in those decisions? If you never had to make another decision in your life, are you still you? If you never had to make another decision in your life, am I still you? Am I still me? Yeah, you still would be you. You just wouldn't be doing anything. Right? Yeah. That's You're still you. That is you. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, not even... I mean, I feel like we, we're going, we're but I feel going like left field. Would enjoy this because now I feel like we're just going a little bit deeper. Yeah, a little, a little, and to explain it, what you mean about you know the emotional part aspect of um, well, I, 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 I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, 
be patient with yourself and give and at the same time give yourself a little bit of credit. You know what I'm saying? Um be patient with uh this person first because you don't know uh what they may or may not be going through. You know what I'm saying? I and mean, that goes without saying. You know, I, I feel like uh everyone has their own world inside of them. You have your own world inside of you. And when you come together and merge and, and decide to date in court, you are slowly introducing and fusing your two worlds together. Now, this world has been existing for X amount of years and yours has been existing for another X amount of years. Y'all may be the same age. Y'all may be in different uh, generations. You come from a different household. She does. So there are all these environmental factors in your world, geographical factors. There are different storms in your world. There are different storms in hers. There are different people. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all get y'all y'all feel what I'm saying. But no, I'm like all these things, you gotta think about all these things. You got to. You have to think about these things. And you have to be aware of them. So how does the, all this tie into because let's get back to where we uh the the focus is, you know, according X. Yeah, according well sex is a part of the can be a part of the dating and courting if process you if you choose, you know, because I know that happens and whatnot. So if you consider all these things, right, and then you mess around and have sex with someone, that person that you, you now it's it's just a different ball game now, because uh, uh, <laughs> you've opened it up. Yeah, you you've literally uh, like I think that's as close as you're going to be as one. I know marriage says, uh, you know, it, it, in the institution of marriage, you are considered as one. You know what I'm saying? But in the word of God, yes, says that as well. Uh, but in all actuality and, and, you know, what I'm saying the physical part of it, Soul ties. you know, <laughs> sex is literally you. Like in another person coming together. Plug in. <laughs> I don't want to say that. <laughs> I mean, uh, but like you, you becoming, yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're literally coming together, and you are like one body in that. However many minutes, or if you, All like right. me and Nancy, you know, ain't going nowhere. I'm just saying, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta consider these things, man. And I think, uh, like uh, these. Uh, uh, this, these notes I came by, uh, I, I was surprised that, you know, we have less partners than any other generation, but we have more information available to us. Uh, and that's one thing that I did come across as well, is that we're, we're more aware of the, the health risk of, you know, sex and uh, pregnancy and how, you know what I'm saying, and how that changes our, our lives. You know what I mean? So, um sex is a is a it's tough it it really i i just i think it's tough um because because you have sex with the wrong person you know what i'm saying create a summary because i feel like we're drawing out this could be a whole nother episode it probably could let's just you know create a summary of this part and move on to the next you create a summary Moral of the story, um, take your time. Again, if you decide to, you know, have premarital sex, um, be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are a faith-based person and you decide that that's not the route you want to take, it's my advice. Stand firm on it. Don't let nobody change your mind about it. Um just be careful it's powerful um it, it's a whole nother it's a whole nother realm that's what i meant to it's say a whole nother realm uh it's a whole nother language yeah when you yeah. have uh when you have sex with somebody you are literally investing in them yeah you are literally investing like your emotion your 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 mental your physical mm-hmm. and and some Think spiritual, your your whole existence. You are investing in them, and because you are showing a vulnerable side to yourself as a man and or as a woman, you know what I mean. That you will never be able to take back from somebody. Um, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, if you want to make that investment, and just know 
that some investments can be lost and squandered. Okay? You can put your investment in the wrong hands, and it happens every day in the financial world. You know what I'm saying? You, you spend all these years building yourself up, and then you have a one moment where you are irrational or you just, you know, it was just one of them days that you was ready to get down and you just didn't make a good choice. Or, uh, yeah, and you lose it. And it, you don't even have to be, say if you are, uh, are sexually active and you have spent some time uh, not having sex, right? And you've built yourself up, and then you lose uh, that headway and and all that work and that progress to somebody that you know what I'm saying you didn't consider all of these things that we were talking about in your homework stage. You know what I'm saying? So it's just being mindful. Uh, if I had to uh, summarize, summarize it all, so just be more mindful. You know what I'm saying? And uh, don't let your emotions rule you because you are not your emotions. You are you. Your emotions are just a product of you and you don't have to be ruled by them. So um, I think the last thing I really want to talk about is money. Um, this is more so for the couples that are already uh, engaged, not so much like literally engaged, but uh, engaged with each other in the sense that they have been around and dating and courting for a while. But uh, I would like to say uh, in regards to money and the beginning stages, uh, if you understand and know that this person um, uh, has a job, right, has a steady job, or um, just figure out, like, what do they, what do, they do for money? Uh, if you are of age where you can have a job, what do they do for money? You know what I'm saying? And, and how does that compare to you uh, and how you get money? Because maybe uh, there can be something had between you and how y'all gonna get money together but um because if someone is financially literate uh literate (laughs) and they're they're savvy in their financial literacy um that's just going to add to your life you know what i'm saying because i for example um i didn't really gain any financial literacy until maybe uh or the the want for it until I want to say a couple years ago uh, when you really got to start using credit for things. (laughs) So, um, but um, having someone that is financially literate, why can I not say that word? Financially savvy. I like that. Financially savvy. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, educated. Because money is something that we know you know, rules our, you know, our existence to the point where uh, we have to have it to survive. So having a partner that is uh, financially, you know, educated and savvy uh, will help you if you are not that. Um, So, but you were, uh, Mm -hmm. I think because of your upbringing, you uh, had to deal with money a lot and you had a unique position within your family to handle finances at an early age Mm -hmm. which um which i enjoyed because i got to watch you do it and it it was a lot of fun because you know uh it was a different it was a different side i got to see of you you know a a professional vibe Mm -hmm. i enjoyed that um and i also learned and i love to learn things so it, it just worked out so that's what i mean you know what i mean understanding you know how this person sees money and uh what is their stance on money uh because you just you just want to take care of that as soon as possible just, i wouldn't even say money you know financial education that's financial education that's a better term but it's still money it all is money financial education whatever it is it's it's currency let's say that it's currency um yeah man i feel like we covered a lot uh we money Oh, ambitions. But, oh, uh, just to, to take it back. For, what? With dating and courting as far as money. Um, you know, I, I feel like we didn't really worry about that part until we knew, okay, we we plan to get married, you know, one day. Until we really, mm-hmm. really got serious, um, 
with the decision to get married. I think that's when we started to really take our finances serious as far as, uh, you know, collectively. And mm-hmm. I think that's important if you do, if you're courting and or dating and you do see yourself getting married to this person. Um, just making sure, you know, from experience, just making sure you you're bo- you both have your credit together. You both have that financial education. Um, you both have that uh, discipline and that self-control because those things are going to play a major role a major, in how major you role. two make financial decisions and together. Yeah, you ain't really had no fight until you had a fight about money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that true. that is a fight. That's that's gladiator level fighting mm-hmm. right there. But yeah, like uh, and again, like I was about to say, I mean, we're closing this subject on money. Uh, have your finances together. It's just it's just yes. It's so it's so much easier to be with someone when uh, you both have, you it, both together. have it together because mm-hmm. you know you don't want to. That's one struggle you don't want to have. You really could build together. You know what I'm saying. Like you can enjoy each other more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can enjoy life more. Mm-hmm. So. Um, if you okay, I'll I'll say this: If your money ain't together, don't bother being in a relationship. Don't, 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 don't even bother. Do don't. Not a. I wouldn't even say don't bother being in Shit. a relationship. I would even. I would say marriage. If that's your plan, Mm-mm. I would say marriage. I would. I wouldn't even bother dating no, nobody. No, and since you say relationship, I would even say how, you know. um how far along are you in the relationship? Can you see, like, long term or short term, or are you talking about in general, like, man, in stages, general, middle stages, in general? Because okay. if you ain't got no money, you got no money to take nobody anywhere. For example, when I was in high school, I ain't had no money, but I had a car, right? When I stopped stealing from motherfuckers, you know, that's when I got a car. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's funny how that happened. Uh, but. And you started to do right. And I started to do right, but I ain't had no money. You feel me? And so I was dating somebody, and I had no money. All I could do was really go see her. And eh, them motherfuckers used to talk all... Her family used to talk all kind of shit about me because I was broke. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't do anything for her. Not that that matters, but the thing is, it's like you want to be able to enjoy things, right? You want to be able to enjoy your partner and show them things and expose them to things that you like. But it's hard to do that if you don't have any currency. You know what I'm saying? You want to have a good time. And I understand that you can have, uh, you can't have a good time without money. You know what I'm saying? You can certainly be creative and innovative Mm -hmm. in that aspect. Yes. But it just makes it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And again, that's just knowing who you're dealing with. And even too, even if you, you don't have the money and you do plan to have a long term relationship, Okay, plan together how you're going to um, make better financial decisions. You know, how you're going to help each other get out of the hole or if you both are in the hole, I guess, in debt. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, just plan to help each other, you know, if you're not in a in a good financial standing. Just plan to help each other Definitely. to do better. Be uh, cooperative in that aspect. Okay, so we, we got to wrap up, but this is one last thing that is uh, a bit dear to my heart and is, is understanding someone's ambitions. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what do they want? You know what I'm saying? Above all these things, there has to be a need and a want and a desire to do something, whatever that is. You have to do something. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like sometimes you can fall into this trap when if you get into a really good relationship and you don't have any ambitions, you really don't want to do anything, that person becomes like your your center, your son. You know what I'm saying? And uh I mean I've seen that happen. Idol. Right. And it hasn't happened to me, but I've seen it in examples with some of our friends, uh actually multiple friends, where the counterpart did not have a lot going on, but they had this awesome guy or a girl that was amazing, you know what I'm saying, and was uh, just in uh, uh, pretty much a, a a great influence on them, uh, and because of that, they centered everything around them and their happiness around them. You know what I'm saying. So having someone that has ambition, that already you know have go, they have goals, they have things that set up, 
so that, you know what I'm saying, uh, that they ensure their future. You know what I mean? That, to me, is attractive. That is very attractive, and, and not so much as in a rom- uh, romantic way, but platonic. It's just like, okay, I, I know I can build with this person outside of the relationship, too. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the romance, we can be homies. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, all the friends that I have, I call friends, they have ambitions. They want to go somewhere. They want to do something. You know what I'm saying? And that's what draws me to people. And I know that about my own ambition. You know what I mean? So having someone with some ambition and wants to do something with their life and wants to do things in other people's lives. You know what I mean? That, That really makes a difference in your relationship. Uh, because sometimes, yeah, you just, sometimes you need to get away and do something and having something to do, uh, it, it, it takes your mind off of that person for the second. And so it becomes a tool of therapy almost, if that makes any sense. And even just when you lose at some point, if you ever lose your ambition, you can always look to your spouse and, you know, see that they still have theirs and possibly get re-inspired. True. True. I've heard that happen plenty of times. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah, it, it 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 just makes it makes everything okay. So there's a balance. You know what I'm saying? If we had to say what what it all is, it a is balance. a yeah. a balance. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, there's a scale that is your relationship, right? And your partner is sitting on one side of the scale, and you are sitting on the other side of the scale. And with everything that you have. And with everything that they have, how is the scale balancing out? And you have to figure out what do you need to give to them or lay at the wayside, you know, or of course, vice versa. But again, let's circle it back all the way back to the beginning. You got to be mindful. You got to do your homework. You got to spend that time in the homework stage. Just like you study for a test, you got to study that person. Yes. You have to. You have to study that person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Take your time. Take a step back Take from that time. motherfucker and, and read him's ass or her ass like a book. Ask questions. Get, you know, fuck being annoying. You know what I'm saying? You got to know because guess what? This and is your time. This is your time that you are going to be spending. You are not going to get back. You feel me? Like, I wish I could get some of the time back from these crazy motherfuckers. You know? And if I could just fast forward to my wife now, I wish I could have saved all that time and spent my childhood getting to know her as a kid and growing up and then eventually marrying her. I wish I would have met her earlier because it would have saved me a lot of time. That's too I hope while you're over there on that, I got five points in the bucket right now. But, um, yeah, we got to close this out because this app only records for 60 minutes <laughs> we owe 55 so we gotta go but this is one thing i wanted to say you guys to you all you guys are our m&ms okay mm-hmm. you are mr and missuses whatever you <laughs> whatever you deem yourself as whatever you feel me you know what i'm saying you are our m&ms and uh, you know the uh that's your name our listeners you are our m&ms so with that, if you want to uh, get in contact with us, you can know you can reach us on Instagram. Yes. I am at CLA Pro. Well, wait, no. Got my, no, yeah. CLA underscore pro dot TV. And Mrs. is R-I-A-H underscore F. The F is for motherfucking furlough. If you didn't know. Nooker. But, uh, yeah, get in touch with us. Get in tune with us. Let us know how you like this show. Um, and you can also, if you download this app, which is called, what is this, what is this app Anchor. called? Anchor. You can leave us voicemails, G. You can leave us voicemails, and uh, we can listen to them and, can, and take your feedback that way. Yes. Uh, I love Anchor. Anchor is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, man. I appreciate you guys. Give again. us feedback, leave feedback. comments, send us Share. topics you guys yes. want us to cover. Let us know what we, um, you know, areas where we can improve. Um, mm-hmm. Just give us some feedback. 
because we really enjoy doing this. We really enjoy talking to you all. Um, we really enjoy hearing what you have to say. Yeah, and so. all the yeah, and all the feedback that we've gotten already from uh from the homies, uh, little big bro, you know who you are out there, man. We appreciate you, uh, and everything you told me over the phone. D, what up? Everybody, everybody, everybody. everybody. You know what I'm saying? All the family, West Coast. I'm telling you, right, 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 right. So. Yeah, we thank y'all, and we about to get out of here because we loud and our baby sleep, and you (laughs) know what I'm saying, and Mug's got to be up for the morning, so we appreciate y'all, we love y'all, and you know what I'm saying, peace, love, and light to you. Now, let me give my damn kisses away, what you doing? (laughs) But no. Good night, people. (laughs) Good night, y'all be well, and hit us up on the jack. We see you when we see you. Peace. Peace.